Welcome everyone to the Design 101 podcast. My name is Amanda Gates and I own Gates Interior Design in Nashville, Tennessee. My company specializes in living a stylish and holistic life. My goal with this podcast is to celebrate all the blessings that we receive from a well-designed life. I hope to introduce you to inspirational people, teach you new ways to live better, and empower you to design your best life through intention. There are many ways to achieve balance and harmony in our lives, but it all starts at home. Join me each month to be inspired, transformed, and motivated to live your best life. Hey, hey everyone, Amanda here from Gates Interior Design. Today's show is like no other. I have guest Angel Katana from Holistic Fashionista on today. And if you tuned in to our Facebook page back in uh, middle of December, I think it was, you got to see this podcast live. So I'm going to start doing that so that if you want to come in and get your questions answered, it's a lot of fun to watch it live, see behind the scenes kind of what we're doing uh, and gives you the ability to ask our guests questions that you may have. Today's guest, Angel, is amazing. She is a holistic health practitioner. She practices apothecary and astrology, and she believes plants, food, and energy are life's greatest healers. And seriously, I couldn't agree more with that. Her magazine, Holistic Fashionista, is a magazine, a club, botanical, and it all celebrates holistic solutions to everyday problems. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that that is my game. I love all of this. In addition, Angel educates the masses on all things natural and good, like essential oils, organic foods, philanthropy, authenticity, herbalism, and her Higher Calling School of Business, which is a 12-month program that teaches students how to master their holistic brands too. She helps them learn how to build clientele, develop products, overcome fear, and align their businesses with a greater purpose. I mean, you couldn't get somebody who's closer to everything that we do here at Gates Interior Design. So I am super excited to get this podcast started. Today, Angel and I will talk about living a holistic life, herbalism, astrology, healthy living, and so much more. Let's get started. First and foremost, welcome to the show, Angel. I'm super excited to have you on today. Thank you, darling. So excited to be here. I know. Um, So I don't know how this happened, but Angel and I actually just met, uh, gosh, what, three months ago? Two, three months ago? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A friend, uh, an acquaintance, um, a good friend of mine, Sheena, is also a good friend of, of Angel's, and she said, oh my gosh, do you know Angel? And I was like, and she said oh my god you two are like birds of a feather y'all need to know each other (laughs) and so when I went over to your website I could like hear the angels singing I was like oh my god this is my people she gets me um she is absolutely everything that you know like my values my mission everything in life so I was so excited that uh she introduced us to one another Oh my gosh, Sheena. Well, first of all, Sheena has been a longtime client of mine. I love that lady. So anybody is who's a friend of Sheena's definitely needs to be a friend of mine. So what a pleasure that, you know, she took the time to connect us. So I'm so stoked to be here. And I'm so glad that you resonate with the message, just trying to spread the holistic love into the world. So well, I, I think what is so great about everything that you're doing is, is, you know, there's I, I feel like there's this huge shift going on where 
um, the old black and white thinking is is kind of getting thrown to the curb and, and people are really starting to embrace this alternative, which I feel like really is an alternative. We're just kind of getting back to basics and getting back to our real roots. Um, and more people are like consciously starting to awake and, and they're realizing that this this, you know, corporate way of thinking is not the way to go and that this, you know, holistic um naturopath and you know just going back to really our roots is and and our natural rhythms our connection to the natural rhythms of nature is our our true meaning it's 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 our true meaning to life and so i love that people are starting to embrace that i know same i mean i know we're going to nerd out a little bit here but like plant medicine and you know eating healthy and getting rid of the pesticides and the chemicals in our in our detergents and our skincare and all that stuff and then being kinder to each other and having healthier relationships with deeper connection i mean all those things that just make your body sing they make your emotions sing they make you mentally have clarity like there's just it's just a win win if we can just you know take the time to educate ourselves which i know we're going to do a little bit of that in this interview and i think education's where it's at i mean you have something so amazing that I'm going to learn from you in the Higher Calling School of Business. So I, this is such a great exchange. Yeah. And, and I, again, I, I still can't believe that, you know, I hadn't found you earlier. So I'm just, I'm so honored to be able to talk with you today and to learn more about um, who you are. So let's back up just a, a moment here and just, um, Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you landed on this brand of Holistic Fashionista. Okay, loaded question, but I'll try to give you the <laughs> short version here. Um, so I used to be a clothing designer. I had, that was my, I think that's like my fourth business, and it was my little baby. I moved to Los Angeles from San Francisco, um, originally from San Diego, uh, went to fashion school, had a business plan. Like my fashion school... Um, wasn't just only learning like design and everything. It actually had like an entrepreneurial um, courses that we had to take. So by the time I graduated, I had the business plan. I had my collection. I had that. I moved to Los Angeles, started doing all these, you know, trade shows and fairs and so many fashion shows, met all these amazing people and got into stores and then just couldn't get it to the next level. Like I just, I couldn't, play with the big leagues, so to speak, you know, it was like, how is this girl from, you know, the suburban town in San Diego, who's not from a wealthy family, not backed by anybody, and who's got this big dream of being a fashion designer. And I was like, Oh, I can do it, you know, Miss Confidence, Miss Young, and, you know, whatever, and, you know, sought out. And then after five years, you know, I had so much credit card debt and I was like, wow. And I'm just, I was a bookkeeper before this. Like, I, I'm like, how am I in credit card debt? Like, I'm so good with my money, but I just believed in myself so much. And I'll tell you right now, believing that you can do it is not enough. You're going to have to learn and do some other things to, to make your business work. Um, and so I had to close the doors. And when I closed the doors, I had so much sickness. Like I was just, had had anxiety and panic attacks all the time. I had acne. I had I had been struggling with psoriasis since I was 19 years old. So there was that, and I was just like, wow, like I am like I'm in a financial cul-de-sac. I have no job. I have 11 credit cards that are all maxed out. It was like 35,000 dollars in debt. Like 
I mean, my health is a mess. Like my skin looks like shit. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my life is like crumbling and I am frigging 28 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how did this happen? So, you know, obviously you get go through like a dark period. Anybody who's had any health issues or they've had any kind of loss or grief. I mean, you just stay there for a while until one day I was like, you know, started me. I started making a YouTube channel, like kind of tracking like what I was doing to like um, help clear up my health condition. So I, I mean, you guys can try to go find those videos. You'll like laugh. Like I'm like talking about my inspirational books and I'm talking about apple cider vinegar and I'm talking about all these things that leaky gut and all this stuff. And, and people started to really like, like had the same problem as me. Like they had, they had like digestive issues or they had skin problems. And so um, that was kind of my first introduction, I, I guess, to social media uh, on some level. Um, besides like MySpace and Friendster, which is really just like, you know, making friends and stuff, but actually using social media um, in a way that was getting my message out. Um, so the YouTube channel kind of took on a life of its own. And then my girlfriend was like, you know what, you would make a really great holistic health practitioner. And I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> you know, I didn't even I didn't even know what she was talking about. And I'm like, and so I went home, um, you know, after my bookkeeping gig that, that that night, and I Googled, like, what is a holistic health practitioner? And I found all these different schools. And so I ended up, like, the next day enrolling in a natural medicine school. I got really into it. I had read, like, so many books already on it. And I was already making YouTube videos. I'm like, this is like a piece of cake. So got certified as a holistic health practitioner, started do, becoming an herbalist, did a, got certified as a nutritional consultant. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is it. Like, I, I didn't – I'm from San Diego. I, I grew up on the beach. I was, like, health, like, eating smoothies and green – I mean, I already grew up on that stuff. But there was this whole other bureaucratic – all these weird things that I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know about GMOs. I didn't know about all the chemicals in my skincare. I didn't know any of that. So that really opened this light of like this big aha moment. I'm like, wow. So I ended up starting a blog. And um, the blog was, um, I think it was called Life According to Angel. And it was just had all the my recommendations and stuff. And and so that kind of, you know, spun off into uh, me writing an article called um, are you a holistic fashionista? Now I didn't have the brand at the time, you know, I wrote this article and I was getting ready to, you know, start a new business, which is going to be an e-commerce shop selling clothing. Cause I really wanted to bring the fashion part back into my world as I was rebuilding, you know, now that I had rebuilt my health, I got certified, my finances were getting back in order, all that stuff. And I'm like, I really want to get back into the, like, you know, fashion and really going back to what I really love. And so I was getting ready to launch this e-commerce shop. And the day before I was going to launch the the shop, I had written that article, Are You a Holistic Fashionista? And then, so um, once I wrote that article, that, that it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, because I just wrote the article, like kind of um, explaining who I wanted my ideal person to be, like who I wanted to shop at my store and who I wanted to be in my circle. Like it was just like a description of like who I thought she was. And so I was like, you know what, like, Hmm, I don't know where I came up with this holistic fashionista thing. So I ended up Googling the word holistic fashionista after I wrote the article just to see if anybody had used that phrase or, you know, I don't know. And then when I Googled it, there my article was. I had all these people who had republished my article, like crediting me. So it kind of had gone viral 
in its own weird way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people love this name. So that, so the day before I was going to launch the, um, the e-commerce shop, I was like, you know what? I just spent the last year making hang tags and all the stuff for all my inventory. I'm going to change the name. So the day before I was going to launch the shop, I changed all the branding to Holistic Fashionista, registered the trademark, did all the stuff, and then launched the brand. So, and then the store ended up becoming a magazine, and then you know it is what it is today, which is so much, so many cool things. But um, that's kind of the short version of where I came from. <laughs> well, what I love is that you know, especially when you're really considering what alignment is about like the core of you know we're not here I, I say this all the time we are not here to be a Kardashian and just be famous for the sake of being famous we have a purpose we're here for a reason and we're here to grow as souls and, and accomplish many things and I feel like when you're not living out your purpose it's like you're banging your head against the wall and things just aren't working right like you feel like you are running with a parachute uphill but then when you hit that alignment, it's like the parachute comes off and you're running downhill and like it just all starts to fall into place. Is that kind of how you felt? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been so many roadblocks, you know, since launching Holistic Fashionista. But the thing that's different is I kind of took out the... Um, the rules of success, you know, like jumping into the fashion industry is a, it's a, that's a beast of a, uh, an industry and it's really not changing and it's not changing that fast. I mean, to be a fashion designer when you are come from nothing is pretty friggin' hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, luckily we've got like Indiegogo and we've got like, you know, all these like crowdfunding things where people can kind of, you know, put some money together for their business, which I didn't have that. There was no Etsy when I started my business. So, I mean, luckily there's been tools now that people can kind of start small. Like I had to jump in full fledged, like wholesale and fairs and all this stuff. And so now that the Internet is more of established, it's more where it is today there's just a lot more opportunity and I didn't have those opportunities. And so I think that's where we get really lucky to be like, wow, we really can build a business or make money doing what we love. Not to sound cliche, but you really can because of the internet. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, my project manager has been with me for years and we had a, a retail store here in Nashville and I opened it in late 07 and like, it was, there was no Pinterest, there was no Instagram. I mean, people were barely getting on Facebook. Like it was a totally different landscape and it was much harder to, to hustle. We did have an online store, but to me, it seems like there are so many more tools that are in place to really get your brand out there and to really help you market in really fun, creative ways than there were, you know, even five, six years ago. Exactly. We're so lucky now. I mean, now it's like, you know, people still get intimidated because the internet, there's a lot to learn about yeah. how to do that and facilitate that and navigate that. But once you start to get in the swing, it'll take some time, but you really do. We're really fortunate to have this tool. So, I mean, to me, you know, I, I tried not to go, I didn't want to dive too deep into uh, your website because I really wanted to come kind of as a layman uh, to you to, to learn more about you. Um, to me, when I go to your website, the one thing that really stands out is obviously the magazine. Um, 
first and foremost, what in God's green earth made you want to launch this magazine? I can't even imagine um, trying to be the editor of a magazine amongst all the other things that you're doing. Um, but I love it. It's amazing. It has incredible categories to it. Um, you know, when you're talking about, uh, taking care of yourself and the nourishment, you know, you've got a business aspect, a relationship aspect. I mean, it's got so many great things to help a person's life. Um, how did you come about creating this magazine? So it's such a good question. So I'm, I'm trying to go back because I launched the magazine like two months after I, launched the store. And I knew it was going to be a way that I could get the, the, build the circle of people that I wanted in my like, in my immediate circle. So once I kind of opened up this blog, to get people to write for me, it was so easy, like it was like, almost like people were waiting for holistic fashions to be born so that they could write articles. So I really had no trouble getting people to submit articles and be a part of the, the club that we have now and and start sharing all that stuff. So it really just became like a resource to um, not, not only share my message, but share my products and services, share other people's knowledge and expertise, share their products and services. So it was really just a, I guess it was like a, a marketing tool. Um, I never really wanted to have like a magazine where I sold like big advertisements. I never was trying to like monetize it that way. Um, I just have a knack for design, like graphic design. I went to graphic design school and, you know, I just had that knack and I'm like, and I wanted to do it. And it's only, it was only once a month and I could kind of whip it out pretty quickly. And then once I hired a team, you know, I just have a girl now. She, I just taught her how to do everything and it didn't really take that much time and people loved it. So I just kept doing it. And four years later, we're still doing it. I know. It's amazing. I mean, and I, it probably resonates so much with me just because I love everything that you, you know, the articles, what it's about, who it's for, and, you know, just the approach of of living a better life and um, really taking care of yourself. Um, What's the, I love that you kind of saw and experienced that there was a tribe out there for you. And so literally, you know, you built it based on what they um, were really attracted to. Um, what has been some of the feedback that you've gotten? I mean, what it seems like, you know, to me, I, I love everything about what you're doing and how you're doing it. But what's been some of the feedback from some of your tribe? You know, I, a lot of people, they get, they, if they're, if you're just starting a business, like most, I would say like 80 to 90% of the people that are in the holistic fashionista club, which is how you write for the magazine are all have their own business. They all have some kind of holistic business to some degree, or they're looking to start one and they already have their own expertise. So it's a way for them to get exposure, which is all I want. Like my mission is really just like that. Everybody lives a holistic lifestyle. At least they're educated enough to know that there's energy medicine, there's uh, healthy food, there's all these different aspects. And I am not an expert in all of those things. So bringing people in who have expertise in all these different things just brings more awareness to my mission. So there's like, obviously, like the selfish portion of just like, I want to get my mission out. I want people to know about holistic living. I want them to know how, why they're sick right now and, you know, how to prevent it or how to course correct it. And um, I, I just want to be around like power players and the magazine lets me have 
people that I can look up to, people that I can talk to that don't think I'm nuts, that have area of expertise where we could like, you know, talk until we're blue in the moon about just all these random things that a lot of people might not understand. So it's like I can have more advanced conversations with the club members because they're aware of what's going on and how to heal your body and all this stuff. So for me, for the selfish reasons, there's marketing. And then the other one is because I get to be around some power players that help to elevate me and, and help my life in general. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's amazing when you really step into this world, um, you know, it, it, it's always amazing to me when I talk to someone and they don't know what a GMO is or even take the time to really pay attention to what's in their food. But when you really get into when you get around people who get it and who know your language I mean it, it just it gets really exciting and and you you do you start to um learn things that you didn't know and you, you feel like you're really amongst peers yeah and there's so much to know I oh mean God, there is yeah. so many modalities and so much and that to me is fast it's like infinite yeah you know like moon rituals to like Ayurveda to traditional Chinese medicine to herbalism. I mean, I know we're going to talk a little bit about herbal astrology, but like there's so many cool things. And it's just, you know, if you haven't found the remedy or the modality or the ritual that has helped you in your life yet, like there is someone at Holistic Fashionista that can help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I, I love that there are so many different modalities. And um, you know, I always say that I will take a traditional Chinese medicine doctor over any allopathic doctor, yeah. you know, because I feel that they really want to know what the core of the problem is. They don't want to just treat the, the symptom. They want to really figure out what the problem is. And I find that naturopaths and um, everybody who really practices in a holistic alternative way, that's their mission too. And I love that. I, I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And, and there's a lot of... Um, respect and, and really going back to our roots because that's there's a reason and don't get me wrong I, I there is a, a place for allopathic medicine obviously for trauma and things like that but I mm -hmm. think for for more um simpler things um the subtleties and the subtle energies um I think a lot of people are really not aware of how much you can really fix things on an energetic level and that's one of the reasons why I love feng shui so much because um, you know, I can, I can do so much on an energetic level that cannot be seen, cannot be explained. There's no reason, there's no logic behind it, but it's 150% powerful. Um, and it can change your life. And I love that. I love that there's this realm of, um, energy and to our lives that, you know, is not of the third dimension and it's unexplainable, but it's so cool. So cool. I don't know. I just, I, you can go down the rabbit hole. And I think that's the exciting part. Like I never run out of books that I would want to read because there's just so many. I'm like, I'm like learning tarot and like the energies of the moon. And like, I don't know. I mean, it's not for everybody. But like once you just, just, I mean, I would just start with food because food is something we eat every single day and it will heal your body. Um, and then once you kind of go down that rabbit hole, then you start to learn all these other things. And I think that's what that's what keeps it interesting. It keeps you focused on yourself, because if you can't, you know, heal your body, you can't feel happy. You're not going to have healthy relationships. You're not going to have a career you love because it's all tied into, you know, you really taking care of you.
Yeah, health and well-being. And it's funny that you say that because last night, uh, David and I, we went out to dinner and um, I was surprised at my dinner was a little bit greasier than I had expected. It was a new restaurant. And I mean, it was good. It was whatever. And I got home and I just I didn't feel very well. And so I immediately got out the turmeric. I mixed it in with some coconut milk and some honey. And I just started automatically putting together this holistic drink (laughs) and, um, you know, put some ginger in it. And I started drinking it. And I had been miserable for about an hour. I don't know why, you know, I didn't make it sooner. But anyways, I, I make this holistic drink and I drink it. And within 20 minutes, I felt completely normal. I was back to normal. And it's, I, a, it's a miracle. I know. It's like, it's so amazing once you know the combination of things to put together. And there's like a million ways to get there when you look at, you know, tummy aches and th- things like that. It's just like having those things on hand, like, especially if you have children, you know, if you have children and you don't have like a stock of like maybe a few essential oils and some maybe peppermint tea or things that, you know, honey, just things that like would make it so much easier than like, you know, just giving them like cough syrup or, you know what I mean? Like I just, there's just like so much to know. Well, and I, I, what I loved about it is that these were things that I had in my pantry and I know that they're all natural. And what I loved is that I was just kind of thinking in the back of my mind, like you sit down and you watch television and how many like antacid and tummy problems and probiotics <laughs> and all this shit that they have on television. I mean, you know, it's like they put the fear of God in you like, oh, you have this. Well, you need this. And it's like as I was stirring all of this, you know, homeopathic stuff together, I was like, man, you know, just a few core ingredients that are always in my pantry. I was able to whip this up and it, it fixed the problem within 20 minutes and, and no synthetics are in my body. I don't have any weird things I can't pronounce, like completely holistic. And like, I agree for kids and, um, to have that so quickly and all natural, like talk about peace of mind as a parent. Like I would love that. Totally. Yep. So tell us, you had mentioned a little bit, I so want to get into this. Um, tell us about what herbal astrology is. I, I just, this sounds so sexy to me and I cannot <laughs> wait to learn more about this. What is this? So, you know, when I was in natural medicine school, obviously you learn all about herbs and, you know, I took all these different courses and made these tinctures and all this stuff. And then as you get like, I mean, I have always studied astrology. So when I was in college, like I think from like 19 to like 23, I, I I lived alone in San Francisco. I didn't really didn't have any friends and I just read like all these astrology books. So I just already had like this information about the planets and, you know, how they affect you and all this different stuff. So that was already under my belt. Then I go to this natural medicine school and I learn all about these different herbs, you know, like adaptogens and diaphoretics and diuretics and all these different things and what they do and how they help you. Now, I learned that each herb later, I didn't learn this in school, but later I learned that each herb is associated with the planet, just like in astrology. So in astrology, like the sun and the moon are considered planets. And then the planets that are like super far out, like Neptune and I think it's Pluto, we kind of drop those off. They're too far out. So like the main planets are the sun, the moon, Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Mercury. 
Now, each of those planets are associated with an, an herbal action. So like I said, adaptogens, uh, diaphoretics, uh, diuretics, alteratives, astringents, all these different things. So each herb obviously helps with different things. So then you start to layer in Ayurveda. So that was something I studied when I had acne. Like I really got into the Ayurveda thing, learned all about the different doshas. So there's, you know, kapha, kapha, pitta, vata, and they all like are for different things. So once you learn your dosha, then you can figure out what herbs you can use to heal your remedy. So I'm just going to give you an example because I know I'm like totally going down the rabbit hole here. Combining <laughs> three very, very different things. Herbalism, Ayurveda, and astrology. So let's take, so for instance, I mentioned that I had anxiety and panic attacks back in my late 20s after I closed my fashion business. And um, so in Ayurveda, I would, that, that, ailment of anxiety which is that rapid like heart racing like panic like what so it's very fast just imagine like the molecules in your body moving really fast so that's a vata imbalance so vata is like um you know i think about vata and i think about a frail body and i think about um you know your your high stress levels you know so in ayurveda i'm definitely a vata so if i was going to figure out somebody's dosha I would look at their astrological birth chart and I could figure out what dosha they are. Now, depending on what their ailments are, I can de determine which um, imbalance they're suffering from. Are they suffering from a vata imbalance? Are they suffering from a pitta imbalance or a kapha? So pitta is fire. So maybe you have like rosacea or you're going through menopause and you have hot flashes. That's a pitta imbalance. Now, taking it to the herbal side, now we're able to look at what herbal actions balance or pacify pitta, right? So if you're going through menopause or you have rosacea or anything that's like hot, then we're going to go and look at the herbal actions. Well, because each herbal action is associated with a planet, I'm able to use the astrology part. So for instance, a moon remedy would be considered a demulcent herbal action. So the herbal, the type of herb is a demulcent. The type of um, remedy is a moon remedy. So you can kind of start to see how it, it's more logical. So I think anybody who's kind of like, in, like doesn't know much about herbalism and they don't know these like different names, like, you know, nervines and aptogens and all this stuff, you, you could kind of almost ignore that for a minute and just look, think about, okay, if I am always cold I would want a sun remedy because the sun's going to warm me up, but that's an, an adaptogen herb. So I'm going to be able to figure out what's the ailment, okay? Like I'm always cold, okay? So I know that it's, it's an adaptogen herb that's going to help solve the thing, but if you're just learning, you're like, oh, I need a sun remedy. What are the sun herbs out there that could help me with my problem of always being cold? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little bit. It It, it is pretty complex. But I, I think what's cool is that um, similar to traditional Chinese medicine, it, you know, it, they look at basically the systems and it's based on your element. And so th there's some complexity to it, but th they basically simplify it of what are your symptoms? Okay. And so based on like for me, um, I have a lot of earth in me. And so what happens is, is that when I eat cold foods, um, it's hard on my system. And so basically it's the same thing. I've got to add exactly. fire. 
So I've I've got to add warm tea. So when I eat, I need to eat warm tea to balance it out if I eat, say, a salad. So it's it's basically of trying to get it so basic to where you're you're getting down to the basics. And what I love is that even if you are listening to this, and this sounds like, oh, my God, this is so over my head. And I have to back up a little bit. I have to say that the sheer fact that you, you know, spent so much time on astrology I have so many astrology books and for years, like, you know, I open them up and I'm like, my eyes glaze over. I so badly want to understand it, but for some reason it doesn't quite sink in. Like when they get into the sun signs and the moon signs and I'm just like, okay, I'm like, you know, I picked up numerology very quickly. It like feng shui just completely made sense to me and and resonated with me and design and making, creating beauty and wellness and and all of that just resonates with me. But for whatever reason, like astrology is just not clicking um but what i love is that somebody like you exists and can really simplify the process and i can come to you and i can say i'm always cold or i'm struggling with you know adult acne or i'm struggling with anxiety and you can take my information of you know my astrology of where i was born and and what time and whatnot and you can literally be Um, the expert that takes all of that information and gives me the solution that I need. Exactly. And that's kind of the beauty of herbalism is that say when if I was going to, for instance, for you, like if I was going to look at your birth chart and you were going to tell me, okay, this is my information, but Angel, I also have, you know, my hair spinning and I'm always cold and you could tell me all you could give me a whole laundry list of like what you're going through and there is an herb that I can mix with a whole bunch of different herbs to create a a potion or a remedy for you so and then I would mail that to you so the thing I love about herbalism and you know really taking in herbal astrology is that it treat it looks at the individual versus just like oh, you're always cold, like you should just do this. It's looking at you from like a mental, physical, emotional, psychological, all those things. So it's very custom versus like how, you know, I see people pushing vegan diets or pushing paleo. And it's like if I was as much as like I could resonate with, you know, veganism and paleo and all this stuff, that's not looking at the person as an individual. So I want to look at somebody and be like, look, everybody's body's different. You know, everybody... Um, you know, suffers from different problems. So just giving somebody one solution because it's so-called healthy is not necessarily looking at the individual. And that's what I love about, you know, holistic living is that you're going to take yourself as as this beautiful entity, one of a kind, your DNA, and look at that and treat that versus just like, oh, you have anxiety, here's Xanax. Right. And I think that's what I love about it is that the customization of it, it's so unique to you and personal to you. Um, And I love the fact that you tie in the astrology because you can't get any more specific and unique than that. I mean, our birth charts are all different. That's, um, you know, and, and you can take two exactly the same people who have similar Uh, Mm -hmm. problems and that they're experiencing but their charts are going to be vastly different so the solution could be vastly different rather than like you're saying when you go to an allopathic doctor one they don't treat the subtle problems they only treat it when it becomes a huge problem and they just push you know a pill in in front of you because we've got 
uh, big pharma that is greedy and, and, and these yeah. doctors are, are being bought out by these drug companies. And so their intentions are not pure. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, it just, for me, like, I mean, I'm sure because we're having this deep conversation, like I want to get to the root of things. Even if I'm just having like a drink with a girlfriend, we're like digging into like, okay, you're dating this guy. And like, I just want to know like everything, like, what are you going, what are you feeling? Tell me a little bit more. It's like, I just want to like get to the root of things. Like instead of just like, oh, oh, you have, um, you have eczema. So then you should just take this potion because it'll work for you. But it's like it's not taking into the all the other things. And I think people want to be heard. They want you to know the whole story, not just like treat them like a number and send them on their way. I mean, I think that's part of healing is feeling heard, feeling understood, feeling that, you know, somebody has taken the time to like give a shit. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I think in our just in our society in general, you know, everybody's so hectic and hurried and not heard. And um, I think that the, that's what's so special about something like this. And and I think what is so amazing is is that sometimes people will question like, ah, is this really going to work? And, you know, is this alternative stuff, real? you know, what? but allopathic medicine is so much better. And, and that's like we've been bred to believe um, that that is the solution when in actuality there are again, if we get back to our roots and the natural, you know, connection to nature, there are so many valuable things that are out there that are actually better than synthetics that, you know, are so much faster and better for our bodies. And actually, you can get to the solution quicker. I know. And we don't realize that all the symptoms are usually from toxic overload. So all of the synthetics and the chemicals that you know, we're using even to clean our house or whatever, or dyeing our hair. It's like they're all contributing until one day it becomes a bigger problem. So it might take a little bit longer to correct it. Uh, once you start educating and learning how much, I mean, even in like, you know, I'm like to this point now where like even buying like cheap clothes that like is, has these dyes that are like touching your skin. Like there's so many things that, you know, we're, we're getting the quick fix with like, you know, the cute jeans that are $50, but like, do we really like that? Those jeans can make us sick, you know? So there's just so much that is, we still have a long way to go. Um, we still need, I mean, the fashion part, I mean, I haven't even, you know, touched that because it's just like that, that industry needs serious love and care. (laughs) And, um, I mean, I, I don't even want to get go down that rabbit hole on this interview, but there is at least we can start with the things that, you know, we can have more control over, like, you know, organic food, fruits and vegetables, um, uh, reading books, nourishing our minds, surrounding ourselves with the right people, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, those are, that's how we get unstuck is just those simple day-to-day things. And then we can kind of dive deeper and start getting a little bit more more hardcore, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's really one of the reasons why I wrote the book, um, uh, Detoxing Clutter with Feng Shui, is it's not just our physical things. I, I go into fast fashion. Um, you know, it, I go into um, our nourishment and how we take care of ourselves. You know, it's everything from your toxic relationships to your bad decisions, your, you know, shitty mm-hmm. thinking. I mean, it's, there's, there's a debt, you know, clutter it can resonate to so many different things. And, um, one of the reasons that I wrote it was just simply awareness, just to allow people to kind of go, huh, 
you know, and then if the curiosity strikes them to maybe do like you did and start picking up those books and, and start nourishing your mind, body and soul and, and, and really just starting to become aware and, and more knowledgeable about those things and just learning about them um, so that we can maybe, you know, slow things down and, and maybe start correcting things in the way that we are. I know. I mean, it's and it's fun because it, it, it makes you a priority. And I think we're so busy taking care of it, especially as women. I don't know how we have a heavy women influence or people listening, but like we're, we're always taking care of everybody else. Even us, like as business owners, we have our clients, we have to take care of them, or we have kids, or we have pets, or we have husbands, or you know, we're taking care of all the stuff. But like when we get to focus on like holistic living, it's like really does become about us first. Like, okay, well, I'm going to try these things on me and then I'll introduce them to my kids and then I'll introduce them to my husband. So it really, it creates like me time. I feel like, you know, in some, in some regard. Yeah, I agree. It's so funny. I, uh, I just wrote a blog post about this. I think it's going up next week, but I have this funny story about, um, when David and I first started dating, we, um, you know, we were at that weird, awkward stage where, you know, we, I don't know, we'd been dating like three or four weeks and I decided to stay the night at his house. And so I get into the bed and I'm like, oh my God, these are the shittiest sheets I've ever slept on in my life. <laughs> and I was like, if you want to see me naked ever again, we're going to buy new sheets. And so I remember him being like, all right, fine, we'll go get some, you know, new sheets. And, and, um, the, the sheets were shitty because they were a hundred percent polyester. They felt like freaking oh, sandpaper. No. And, you know, I, I preach this all the time on my blog as to why synthetic fibers are so bad and, you know, that they're bad for the environment and they're scratchy and they don't breathe and just all of these things. And so, um, anyways, it was funny because we went and we, we, we get new sheets and, you know, I, uh, told him to get the, the, the certain pair of sheets and they were $400 and I thought he was going to pee his pants. He was like $400 for freaking sheets. Like I got these for 20 bucks at Walmart. And I'm like, every part of that sentence is wrong. <laughs> so fast forward to a couple of days ago, I won a gift certificate to West Elm and I really wanted to get this marble slab for pastries and, and baking and things in the mm -hmm. kitchen and because it was black friday it sold out and i was so bummed and so i was like whatever i'll just you know get these sheets you know everybody's raving about them and so we get the sheets and i wash them and and we he starts to make the bed and he comes out and he goes babe um yeah uh i just want to let you know that i don't think that you're gonna approve of these sheets <laughs> and i was cracking up i was like I think I'm going to cry right now. I am so proud of you. Like, I am so proud of you. And they're 100% cotton. You know, they're, they're not, they're not, and they are organic. They're not bad. They're just, they're a low quality cotton and they're, they're still very scratchy. And, but I was just so proud of them because I always tell people, you know, one of the things that I preach is, is there's a reason why something might be a little bit more expensive because the quality is better and, and care and thought has been put into it. And so cheap materials and cheap products, you know, there's weird finishes on them and they're off gassing in your house and they're not yep. healthy and they're bad for the environment and all of these things. And so, you know, fast forward, we've been together five years now and like, I, I didn't even give a shit about the sheets. I was just so proud of him. For as he's making the bed, he immediately knows the difference between <laughs> the good quality sheets and the bad quality sheets. So 
um, it will ruin you, uh, you know, once you get into it. But I think that that's the reason that I love that story is that as you start to get into this experimental world that, um, you know, you may already ban or, or maybe you're dipping your toe into. But the thing that I love is that as you start to experiment with these things and be, start to become more aware um, you do fall down that rabbit hole and you start to see more things and experience more things and you get a little bit more enlightened and then you start to notice the difference. Like I remember when I, I um, was going through my divorce uh, six years ago, I decided that when I was living on my own, I was only going to eat organic food. And, you know, it was a big step for me and, and I, I didn't think much about it, but I have a lot of friends that are in the holistic world. I have a lot of friends that are naturopaths and, you know, they were, they were preaching to me about all the pesticides and chemicals in our food systems. And, and they were just pounding in me about these GMOs. And so I started eating organic food, don't think much about it. And then now when I don't eat organic food, I can taste the difference. Mm. you can taste it you can taste the difference and you can taste when food has when it's poor quality and it's been frozen you can taste when there's too much salt in it and like um there is a difference and i think when you start to experience this more natural world you can really start to appreciate what it has to offer and how much it can give to you and how much it can change your life love it so true i love that story it, that's what i mean like you can you start with yourself and then slowly the people around you get interested into it. When I first like so I got certified as a holistic health practitioner in 2010. It's 2017 almost right now. And it's like I remember when I was getting to it, I remember I was talking to my friends about it. They were like, What are you talking about? Like right. it was almost like in one ear and out the other. Now my girlfriends who didn't know anything about her are like, Oh, like I'm like a rep for like doTERRA essential oils now and like all this stuff. I'm like yeah, do you understand that I've been talking about this stuff for like so long and like everybody just thought I was freaking nuts, oh, yeah. you know, and so it just takes a while and like you can be the pioneer in your own, you know, circle of friends or your family and that sp spreads it out and so this is what the movement is, you know, it's like you getting educated, you taking care of your, bo your body, healing some of your ailments and then educating the people around you because everybody wants to feel better, everybody wants to look better, everybody wants to have better relationships, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I agree. And and that's why I really started focus on health and well-being and rejuvenation at home because I I started to see a huge trend where um people were are, you know, the huge trend right now is the DIY generation and so they're putting a bunch of shitty furniture in their house and I say to people all the time, you're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing apples to car engines because the shit that you're putting in your house is off-gassing and your air quality is poor. That's why you have, you know, headaches and severe fatigue and your skin's breaking out. Um, and just bringing in this more natural feng shui approach into this, you know, really truly creating a sanctuary at home so that you can rejuvenate and I feel that whatever it is whether they get into herbal astrology or acupuncture or yoga whatever the one thing is it's it's like the gateway drug so to speak that kind of um, allows them to dip their toe into kind of this world and they can see the consequences the good consequences that come out of it um, then that's when they're like oh well what else is there 
And then mm-hmm. that's when they start to, to like, well, I want to find out more and I want to, I want to learn more about this world. And th- like you said, that your girlfriends, you know, they kind of hear about it from you and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, they're coming out and they're doing it too. So I love that. It's so, it's, I mean, that's how transfer for me, like the only way that the small businesses and the holistic movement can survive is having p- people join it. And that's how we, you know, like I mentioned from the very beginning of this interview, like trying to break into the fashion industry in an industry that has so much bureaucracy and it's like stuck in its old ways. Mm. Like I'm not going to be able to compete with that, but I can use the internet. I can use my knowledge and education to share with people around me that are also interested in what I'm interested in and create a bigger circle. And that's really what the magazine is. That's what Holistic Fashionista is. It's a, it's a, it's a circle of people who just want to look better, feel better, have healthier relationships and, you know, just spread the light back into the world. There's already so much darkness. I mean, it's like, we've got to, we've got to get that passion that under our belts to just try to take one step in a new direction to see if we can get a new result because that new result is going to be the door to something so magnificent. And I'm just, I'm honored to be pioneering at least one portion of this, one small little slice of, you know, heaven on the internet called Holistic Fashionista, but there's so much more to to it than just what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm doing my best to, to do to spread my message into the world. But there is so many different groups out there. I mean, just go to Facebook, there is like, hundreds, if not thousands of Facebook groups on people talking about all different kinds of stuff. You know, just pick one and just start, just be a voyeur for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And and one of the things that I love is that you are doing your higher calling school of business that um, I think that, especially when it comes to the alternative holistic world, um, I think a lot of people take on the mentality that it's kind of like an artist mentality that in order to be in this world, you have to starve and you can't make money and, and you can't you know, you have to give it away for free. And and there's, there's a mentality around it. And so tell us a little bit about Higher Calling School of Business and what that is and how you're helping other individuals in this world kind of up level, so to speak. Oh, okay. So basically, it kind of goes back to the herbal astrology. So I think it was over the summer in August, I decided to to let the let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, and I launched something called House of Higher Calling, which was basically an uh, an astrological reading that talked about uh, health conditions and it talked about what is your higher calling. So it's kind of my version of helping you discover your life purpose, but using astrology, and then helping you to heal your body by bringing in the herbal astrology. By and then I had some tinctures and things like that that I made for these people. I had no idea that that those readings would be so popular because I really have never tried to use my astrology skills in in holistic fashionista at all. So I got all these people signed up to do their readings for them. They were individual readings. So it's not something I I open up very often because I don't have a ton of time to do individual readings. But for this one promo I did. And that's when it really dawned on me that people are looking for 
their calling. They're looking for something to give them more meaning in their life, not just to be a mom or a wife or a student or, no, they're looking for something that's there, something that they can build on their own. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take this concept of higher calling, I'm gonna take the concept of using astrology and healing your body, all the things I'm passionate about, and I'm going to incorporate that into the academy that I was already doing. So back in January, I launched the Holistic Fashionista Academy and I worked with about 35 students. It was a six month course and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to incorporate some more balance. So I teach a lot of masculine stuff because a lot of people come to me, they're like, I wanna make more money, I wanna you know, build my holistic business, all these different things and I'm kind of like an internet nerd so it's something I really love to teach people about. But there was a feminine part and if we're gonna be really holistic here, we do need the balance of both. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take my academy, which is a six month course, and I'm gonna turn it into a year long program. But instead of just focusing only on building you know, your sales internet, internet uh, excuse me, income streams, because teach, I teach three different income streams that you can build online around your higher calling, but I'm gonna bring in some feminine stuff. So that's when I asked you and I asked about 10 other um, holistic experts to come in and teach a course on what it is that they do. And it'll also it'll all go back to you know how it will help you build your business and how it will um, keep you balanced. Because here, it's kind of like the thing that people don't talk about is when you discover your higher calling, that's a gift. However, the next step of that gift is bringing it to the world. And that's a whole other beast, especially if you're gonna use the internet, because there's a lot of people out there that are you know trolls. You know, Like when I had my YouTube channel, it was like, People just want to disagree and they, you know, you, you find all the stuff that kind of like breaks you down a little bit um, and, and having the strength to continue to move forward. And that's what I really wanted, you know, the school to talk about is, you know, what are some of these other modalities that would help you stay balanced while you're building your online holistic business based on your higher calling? Because that's, that's not what people aren't talking about. It's like you go to a retreat to feel better or you go to yoga or you eat a healthy meal but when you're building your business like you got to somehow incorporate all of these different moving parts in order for you not to want to give up the majority of people will want to give up they will give up on their dreams they will give up on what they've started they won't finish it because we are programmed to want a quick fix like we have been so mind brainwashed to think that there's some quick solution to making a dollar or there's a quick solution to finding, you know, to building something that is supposed to last a lifetime. And it's like, we're going back just like you were talking about with the $400 sheets. It's like, you've got to invest the time, the money, the education, whatever it takes to build something that's supposed to last forever. Your higher calling is a legacy. So there's not gonna be a course out there that's just gonna be, okay, quick, whip it up, get your website up, get a product, sell, get on Instagram, do all these things. It's like, no. There is like a foundation that if the, it has not been built, your business will always be on shaky ground. You will always be wondering where the next client will come from. You're always gonna be changing your offerings. Like, oh, that didn't work, so I'm gonna chart, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna sell health coaching, but I couldn't get anybody to buy that, so now I'm gonna sell business coaching. So, like, it's like you're missing the whole point. And so the Higher Calling School of Business kind of solves a multitude of different problems, one being, what is your higher calling? 
Two being, how do I build it online so I could actually get my holistic expertise out into the mass market, or at least on a global scale? Three, making sure that when you feel like giving up, you've got these other courses inside of the, uh, of the academy where you do balance out your, ma- your feminine stuff. Like while you're building and doing all this tech stuff, which is very masculine, you've got things like, you know, Amanda, your course on feng shui, or we've got Ejeni who's talking about style, or we've got, you know, um, uh, Valerie talking about shamanism. So there's, you're going to be introduced to so many different modalities, different rituals, in addition to building out a rev- three revenue streams and finding your higher calling, but you've got to commit, and that's really the problem I'm trying to get people in the world to look at, is you got to commit to the process. And that's kind of the biggest thing, um, I think, as far as building and getting out of the day job you don't want, is like, are you? Re- what are you willing to give up in order to mm. get what it is you really want? Yeah, no kidding. Because, I mean, entre- the entrepreneurial spirit is we've got bright, shiny object syndrome, right? Yep. Like, you know, and you're right. If it doesn't work, oh, we're over here, we're over here, we're over here. Oh, well, they're doing this and they're doing this. And, and yeah, I mean, you can get distracted quite easily and that foundation can just crumble underneath you. If exactly. You, if you even have one. But um, yeah, and I, I think that that's why it made so much sense for me because, you know, one of the strongest foundations in feng shui is yin and yang. I mean, you cannot have the the masculine without the feminine and vice versa. You cannot have one without the other. In order for balance to be um, in nature, you have to have both. You have to have the polar opposites because they're constantly tugging apart to create constant balance. And if one is stronger than the other, then you you are not a balance. So I, that's why I loved about this because it, it resonated so much with my philosophy and, and how I do things and in order to um, really grow a strong foundation, you have to have both. You have to. Yep. I love that. And I think that, and that's what it is. It's like the quick fix is just, it's like a topical thing. You know, it's like, it's never getting to the root. And the only way, like I hear people call themselves entrepreneurs and they have this business, but it's like, have you really committed to your life's work? And that means, like, I mean, I've been doing this since 2010 is when I got certified, you know? So even though I've only had Holistic Fashionista for four years, like, it has been a lifelong of, like, I started astrology in 19, at 19 years old. I mean, I'm 41, so that's over 20 years. So if you look at all of your life experiences and everything you've gone to, it's brought you to where you are right now. So why would the next step be a quick fix? Like, that's like ripping yourself off, you know? Like, you're discrediting everything that you've gone through to this point when you go and you invest in something that isn't truly going to, you know, be a foundation that's not going to be breaking within five minutes, you know? And if we could just pull people out of, like, looking for the cheap quality sheets because they need sheets and instead invest in the organic cotton ones that feel amazing, you change the way you think about things. And that's the biggest thing. People don't talk about this, but when you're unhappy in a job or your business isn't making money, it's the way that you're thinking. You know, what's the saying? Like you can't, you can't change, um, you can't change your life with the with the mind that created the problem. What's I don't know what the saying is. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't change your you can't change your you know situation with the same mind. You can't change a problem with the same mind that created it. So you're going to have to think differently. 
So how are well, you going to think It reminds me of the um, Albert Einstein quote. You yes. can't keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. That's insanity. Yes. So, so but how do we get out of the insanity? That's the th- and that's the problem we've got to solve. Like if you want to be successful, you want to have a life purpose, you don't want to go to your lame day job anymore, you're going to have to do something different. And it might take some time to get you there. It's going to take you time. I love the, um, there's a meme that's out there that shows how everybody views success, how it's just a straight line that goes up. And in reality, it's this line that like dips and goes all over the place and goes backwards and sideways. (laughs) It's like climbing Mount Everest. So real quick, um, I want to talk really quick about your book memoirs. We were were talking about this uh, the other day. I absolutely adore the cover. I think it's it it really reminded me of a a Dr. Bonner's uh, Castile soap cover, but I loved it. But tell us a little bit about your book and, and what made you want to write it. Okay, so I when I first started Holistic Fashionista four years ago, that I had okay, I made a video. I posted it on YouTube, I posted it on Facebook, and it was basically a video that says I'm looking for people that have been through some shit in their life and they've overcome it and they would share a short story in my upcoming book called Holistic Fashionista Memoirs. But what I had no idea is after I made that video, I had all these people apply. They're like, I want to be in the book. I want to be in the book. I've gone through so much crap. I overcame this. I over—I mean, so many heart-wrenching things, health conditions, divorce, just suicide, death. I mean, so much stuff. And so, but what I realized, because I, I interviewed every single person to see if it was going to be a, a fit for like, you know, what I, what I really envisioned the book to be. When I interviewed these people, I learned something very incredible, that every single woman that I got on the phone with that had a story to sell all had their own business. They all had their own holistic business. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh. So, I mean, obviously, you're not alone. If you're sick and you're, like, looking to feel better, you're probably going to end up in the holistic industry anyway because you're going to fix your body and then you're going to be addicted to, like, learning all this stuff. So the book was really – I think it would be like the launch of creating the of of creating the circle of women um, in the holistic industry who um, are here now living their purpose, but also have this really tragic thing or multiple tragic things in their life that help them as a stepping use it as a stepping stone to discover what their higher calling was. So this book is four years old, I believe. Um, it's available on on Amazon. It's pretty thick. I mean, I know the photo that we, um, that I shared on Instagram the other day, you can like see the spine, but let's see, it is, gosh, I think it's like, it's almost 400 pages. It's 365 pages. Um, I believe there's 30 different stories in there. I have my short story in there. Um, but I just think it's like it, it, I, I did it because I want people to see it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter if you came from nothing. It didn't, doesn't matter, you know, if you've been divorced. It doesn't matter. Everybody's been through so much crap. But it is those lessons that will propel you into what it is you're really here to do, into that higher calling. And that's where I really think the transformation comes. Because when people start talking openly about what they've been through, other people connect to that story and feel like it's okay for them to talk about their problems without hiding. So there's so much beauty in that book. So if anybody does want to check it out, it's on Amazon. It's called Holistic Fashionista Memoirs. I'm really glad that you brought that up. because I I don't talk about the book very much, and I I need to because it's a really important piece of literature. Well, and I love that it's – 
so foundational. I mean, you know, uh, most people may or may not know this, but we all have a a Saturn return, you know, in our late 20s. And it kind of uh, allows us to um, really show off what we're made of. Um, It really brings us to our core and um, strips us of everything that is familiar and that we know. Um, I have not met one person that has not gone through a traumatic experience between the ages of 28 and 35. Um, We've all been there. Mine was a severe divorce. Um, But I think that, you know, when you do come out on the other side, there's this incredible uh, person that kind of evolves from that. And it's a stronger person. And, and what's interesting is, is that most people that I have met that goes through this incredible journey, um, and I myself included would not change things because the experience now that they're on the other side taught them so much about themselves. And now they know what they're made of. And I love that. Exactly. We don't realize that like as horrible as like those tragedies are in our life, like they make us so much stronger and they make us a leader and they and they propel us in ways that are are that are unshakable. I mean, I think there's like a statistic like, you know, the most successful people in the world are the people that have been through the shittiest things, you know, like they've really they built that strength. And that foundation, so they're not going to be ripped to shreds when business kicks them in the butt, when somebody tears them down, because they've already seen such a dark side that they're they're standing on a stronger foundation. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, Angel, we are over an hour. I knew that this was going to happen because I, I just <laughs> could chit chat with you all damn day. Um, <laughs> First and foremost, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. It's been amazing, as I knew that it would be. Um, I want to thank, we didn't get any questions live, but I do want to thank uh, everybody who listened live today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I did. Uh, Angel, if uh, people are curious about you, want to look you up, stalk you, find you out, (laughs) uh, where can they find you? I mean, you can start at holisticfashionista.com. Um, I'm pretty active on Instagram and Facebook, so they can find me there as well. Um, but yeah, I th- just want to thank you so much for your time, Amanda. You're you're a great interviewer. I love your podcast, and I'm just so, so excited that you're part of the Higher Calling School of Business. I think it's truly um, a magical program that's 12 months long, and I'm just so glad that you're a part of it and that you're a part of my my circle of influencers now. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm so excited. As we talked about at the beginning, I'm, I'm excited that Sheena introduced us. And Higher Calling starts in January, right? Yeah, late January. Um, How long yeah, is en- enrollment open? It's going to be open until the day before it closes. And this is going to be the final year that you're actually going to after this year, I'm just, I'm just going to turn it into a self-study program. So if it's something that you want more of my attention, this is going to be the final year that I'll be actually getting on the phone with people and helping them through the process. So if it's something that resonates with anybody of your listeners, um, check it out for this year. It's a 12-month program. It starts at the end of January. It actually starts on, I believe it starts on the full moon. Cool. Yeah, I'll be teaching. Um, I've got two classes that I'll be doing uh, karma and what that means to you and your business and then how to feng shui your office to boost your bottom line. 
Um, I'm super excited because, um, you know, I love talking about karma and the foundation of, you know, um, how to use it as a business tool and what that looks like in your business. I think a lot of people don't um, really look at karma as a foundational tool for spiritual growth and business growth. But um, when I start to talk about really the fundamentals and the principles of um, feng shui and how we look at karma from a feng shui standpoint, it can really accelerate your process. And um, I think that one element in business, especially when, you know, so many people want to call themselves entrepreneurs, um, it's a great responsibility. You you have a huge yeah. responsibility to others as a business owner to be a leader and um, through the eyes of karma and why you're here um, is not to make money. Um, your, your purpose here is to help others and to show kindness to others and to give back in big ways. And when you create a foundation like Angel's Teaching and really build something that's strong and, and um, solid, it allows you to build something where philanthropy can be a huge part of that business. And that is building good karma. My mm. um, instructor, uh, one of the, the most influential things that my instructor, uh, Catherine, uh, Metz taught me is that uh, it is not your time, it is not your effort that has the most value. It is the value of your karma that is the most important thing. So I am super excited to be talking about that and, and teaching that um, from a feminine standpoint Yay! Uh, to to help with those uh, in higher calling and, and really helping them. Um, because, you know, that's that's one of my greatest purposes is, is really trying to show people how to give back and not be so damn selfish. <laughs> right. I know. I know we all need to pay our bills and everything. But I am telling you, when you give from like an authentic place, abundance is already in the works. I mean, I, I it sounds so cliche or woo woo or whatever. But when you are doing what you love, it might take some time to get it where, you know, get it off the ground. But the amount of positive vibrations around that love and those gifts is huge in business, you know, and it's like, and I know this firsthand because, you know, I teach a lot of the masculine stuff. And when I feel too masculine, it feels contrived. It feels less like me. It's like there's masculine skills you have to do and have to learn to have an online business. But the feminine stuff to balance you out is the thing that actually is going to attract the right kinds of people, the right momentum. So the feminine piece is huge. And it's, it was a big eye, eye opener for myself. Yeah, if you get to one way or the other, you, you start to feel stuck and stifled. And so um, I, I feel that um, especially a lot of entrepreneurs, they just they, they feel like the goal or the, the light at the end of the tunnel is money. And that, that that's the only goal. And it's not the the point is to help others and to give back and to be a leader and to build that legacy. And if you look at those who are truly successful, they gave it away, they were they were giving in big, big ways. Mm -hmm. And so that is boosting your karma, your karma is the most important thing. So I am super excited because um, your tribe is is so much more advanced and I, I can't always get into these more advanced topics and really dive deep like I would like to. Um, 
in this sort of way, because I, I have to, you know, really approach it at a, at a much more beginner level. So I am so excited to, to get in at this level and, and just really, you know, um, get into the depths of, of a lot of what my training is about. And um, like you, I started in, in feng shui when I was 19. So I am super excited to like dive deep with your tribe. I think it's going to be really fun. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm so, I'm so happy, Amanda. You're so awesome. I want to come. You're in Nashville, right? Yep. I'm in Nashville. I come visit you in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. I heard heard it's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's growing vastly. Like the word has gotten out that it is an amazing city. (laughs) Like people are coming in droves now. So the word has gotten out that this is the, the best city to live in. So um, you know, and all the old timers are like, oh, no, you guys are going to ruin it. But I, oh. <laughs> I think Nashville is actually changing the people that come here. So, awesome. yeah. So, Angel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for saying yes to this podcast. Thank you to everybody today who listened live. Um, so far has gone out, got off without a hitch. So I thank everybody for that. And I thank David for setting all this up. And um, this show will go up on iTunes uh, probably January 1st. So be looking out for it. All right. Talk to you soon, Amanda. Bye. Bye. When you do what you love, abundance will surround you and it becomes potent in all areas of your life. It helps you attract the necessary momentum to attain your goals. So eliminate the trivial mini and focus on the vital few. To find out more about Angel, be sure to visit her website at holisticfashionista.com. I'm your host, Amanda. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. If you have questions or comments, be sure to email me at info at And don't forget to leave a review or subscribe on iTunes. You can find me on all social platforms and, of course, my website, gatesinteriordesign.com. Bye for now.